from a bird's eye view rather than our emotional state of being, we can see things as they are, not as we want them to be. And then we can start taking action. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Gentleman's Atlas podcast, where we focus on giving you the tools and resources to become the hero of your story. I'm your host, Isaac. And today's honest and authentic conversation is exactly what you need to hear to live life on your terms. So without wasting any time, let's go ahead and get right into today's episode. Gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in to today's episode of the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. Glad to have you all with me. Let's get right into today's episode. Today's episode is you are your greatest enemy and your greatest ally. And I want to have this conundrum presented because it signifies a lot of things in our life. And, you know, another quote or another saying that really goes with this one is your greatest strengths can be your greatest weaknesses or your greatest weaknesses can be your greatest strengths. And what this overall paints and where we're going to get started today is that a lot of times we can either create things to be against us or for us. This idea that the obstacle, what stands in our path, may actually become the path, may actually be the path. Marcus Aurelius says this in Meditations. The obstacle is the way. What stood in the way becomes the way. What stands in the way becomes the way. And a lot of times it might be hard for us to think about this because we might ask ourselves, well, how could be what's how could the obstacle, what's stopping me, how could that be my way? But oftentimes, again, we look at things too one-dimensionally. And in life, if we want to go a certain path, we can't just be thinking about our next move, but we start. We have to start playing chess instead of checkers. We have to start thinking two, three, four, five moves ahead, right? We have to start making life less one-dimensional, start making it more two-dimensional, three-dimensional, and start looking at things from different angles. And oftentimes, especially when we can look at our situations objectively from a bird's eye view rather than our emotional state of being, we can see things as they are, not as we want them to be. And then we can start taking action. And to circle back to this point of the title of this, this episode, the reason we are our greatest enemy is because we can be our greatest doubters. We can be the ones that hold ourselves back the most. We can be the ones that limit ourselves from unlocking our full potential. Negative self-talk, self-doubt, not keeping promises to ourselves, not being honest with ourselves, not staying true to ourselves, compromising our values, compromising our morals, compromising our ethics. That all takes away from your being. That takes away from your possibilities. The person in the mirror that looks back at you and says, you are not enough. Many of us, if not all of us, has faced that at several points in our lives where we've had difficult decisions or difficult conversations and we put ourselves down because of them. We lacked to complete our words and our promises and fulfill our words of people because of them. And that takes a toll on our own identity. And that is an enemy unlike any other right? Iron destroys itself. The rust is what destroys iron. Nothing else will. We destroy ourselves and we are the only ones capable of it because it exists within us. But just as we can destroy ourselves, we can also, we also are the only ones that can truly build ourselves back up. You're your greatest ally when you affirm 
that you are enough, when you affirm that you can accomplish things, when you fulfill your promises to yourself and to others, when you uphold your ethics, your morals, your values, when you live through your values, when you're proud of your identity, when you stand up for your identity, all of these things make you better. So you can either decide which path to go on. And it doesn't mean you're always going to be on the path. Sometimes we might go the wrong way. Sometimes we might lose our way. But just because someone has lost their way doesn't mean they can't find their way back. And you, again, have to have this awareness. And it always comes back to awareness. And I've said this in so many episodes. The awareness part of where you currently are lets you know where you need to go next. And again, there's this saying, it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. But the only one that can change that is you. You have to assume responsibility if you want your life to get better. There's nothing else that makes your life better until you assume that responsibility. Because until you do so, you remain in the exact same place you are right now, if not worse off. And so with this part, we have to start taking these steps. And I'm going to go into some of these steps of removing the enemy and becoming our ally. And I want to start off by saying a little story. And that's that a lot of times when I work out, this is my place to just feel. I don't, I sometimes I think, but more so thinking in the, in the future sense. Like I like vision, um, visualizing my future. I like seeing where I'm going to be, but I like to feel when I work out. I like to feel the weight. I like to feel the pain. I like to feel my body aching. And I like to feel this sensation of trying to move the weight. I, I, I like feeling that. And oftentimes when I look myself in the mirror, when I'm working out, there's just this, there's this other side, right? There's, there's that me in the mirror. There's the person looking back at me. And, you know, before he was the person that tells me like, oh, you can't do one more set or one more rep. And I would do the one more rep because I wanted to, to be right about it. But over time, that person stopped mattering. And what happened was that every time I heard that, I just said, no, I'm not doing this to prove you wrong. I'm just the kind of person that can do the one more rep, that can do one more set, that can put more weight on it because that's just who I am. And even though the person that I was beating was myself and I wasn't angry about it, I wasn't aligned with that other person and I didn't know why. And I thought even I should get rid of him. And what I realized is that he was a part of me. He was a part of me that said, you have always had it in you to be better. You just had to hate me enough for me to show you that you already had it in you. And now when I see that person, man, it's like, you know, it's like the light and dark aligning. It's the shadow and the light. And I'm able to recognize that I'm just that one person. I have the light. I have the dark. I have one nature that compose, that's composed of many things, right? The chaos with an order. And so what this point is that sometimes we're so caught up in trying to get rid of the things that are bad for us that we focus so much on them that they take control over our lives. But what if instead of trying to get rid of them, we just ignored them and started focusing on the better? And that's a question that for a lot of people, it, it's uncomfortable because you're like, well, you know, I can't just ignore the negative things. It's like, 
What if you tried? What if you try? And this is the first step. What if you try to ignore the things that are bad for you and don't matter and start trying to go after what does matter? Just try it. You don't even need to stop doing the other stuff at the beginning. Just try going for things that are more meaningful and see if anything changes. You know, when I first started going to the gym and I was much younger before I really got serious, you know, I went to the gym and I just started ignoring this idea that I, I, I had a, like, I had to not work out. Like I had to work out now, you know, I just started ignoring this idea that you could just stay at home all the time. And especially because I used to play soccer for such a, so much of my life growing up, you know, I never put them out of dedication that I needed to. And over time, I realized that I couldn't just ignore the fact that I had to take care of my health outside of just fitness, right? I had to take care of my nutrition. But I got to that point by recognizing that the fitness wasn't the only thing that I needed. I needed the nutrition. I needed the sleep. I needed the health. And my point with this is that we have to realize that allies, people that are on our side, Sometimes they offer different things to us. Sometimes they offer different values to us. And the great thing about this is that we have to recognize how can our allies help us at our current state? You, as your own being, can help yourself in different stages of your life, different ways of helping you. And my point with this is that sometimes you might have different goals. Oftentimes you do. Sometimes they're physical goals, spiritual goals, mental goals, financial goals family goals. And you have to tap into different parts of your being, different ways of thinking of your own being to really discover, hey, what am I trying to accomplish? And how can I help myself do it? Instead of thinking about all the reasons why it couldn't work, think about the reasons that could. And again, there's this term that I really love, and it's called being a hyper realist. Pessimism to me is the worst one because it's cynical. You're always looking negatively. But there's a pragmatic thing about it, and that it's usually that they'll never over-exaggerate or overshoot on something, which can be useful. Optimist, I prefer because I'd rather have a positive outlook on life than think everything's going to be bad. But it does kind of suck if you're an optimist and things go bad because then you're really discouraged from every trying it again. You have realists, which are just like, well, life is how it is. And while it is a good in-between... Unfortunately, it also kind of pushes away responsibility because it's in between. Realists kind of say like, oh, it is what it is. Like life is just, you know, as it is. I can't really change it. I can't do much about it. So let me just kind of let it be. Now, not saying all realists are like this, but that's the general form of thinking. A hyper-realist not only accepts reality, but they love reality. They love how the world is. Not that it isn't flawed, but they love that the world is what it is. And obviously they want to see change, but they exist in reality. But because they love reality, they want to make sure that they're doing everything on their part to assume their responsibility for only what they can control, as well as their reaction to how real, like how reality operates. And they make sure they put all their focus and time and attention into it. And what that creates is this opportunity for growth, opportunity for change. Because as we start like letting go of the things outside of our control and focusing on what we have control over, we start getting strength and control over our own lives. Because the strength and control over our own lives 
is determined by what exists within our influence of control, within our sphere of control. Everything else we can't do anything about. And to try to change won't yield any results, which can be very discouraging. And so when you're becoming your own ally, you're recognizing that the more and more you can face reality for how it is and accept it, and not only accept it, but love it, you're then able to do things on your own behalf that can help it become better, or at least help your reality become better. And allowing yourself to exist in this frame of mind where you are helping yourself by not putting yourself down, by making yourself complete these promises, right? By holding yourself accountable, you're then creating the situation where instead of taking away from your power over in your life, as you become more and more your own ally, you gain more control and power back over your life because the enemy takes away your power. The enemy is a person in the mirror that takes away your focus from what truly matters. And you get so caught up in yourself and who you used to be that you can't look forward to who you need to be and who you're already becoming, right? Stop looking at life as daily wins and losses. They do matter. And you should be trying to win on an every day-to-day basis. But look at the macro lens. Track the micro, but focus on the macro. And that's the important thing. You have to be able to look at these things. It's the difference in the strategic and tactical You have to have tactical wins to have a win overall, to win a war, right? But the strategic is telling you how you're going to win the war if you will win the war. And again, you don't want to be living a life without awareness where you get to a point where you're like, oh, I succeeded, but what kind of success was I looking for? And was this a success I wanted? Because a lot of times we do things and then it's not until afterward we're like, well, this isn't really what I wanted all along. So you have to look at this holistically and look at life in that terms. And again, if you orient yourself in a positive sense, in an accountability sense, in a support system sense, you become your ally that can get you to these places. But if you're looking at yourself like, oh, I messed up. Oh, this isn't what I wanted. It's all my fault. Oh, it always goes wrong. Why am I not happy? Instead of solving your problems or not having those problems in the first place, you're putting yourself in again in a position to fail because you're your own greatest enemy. And the great and the reason it says greatest is because again, you at the end of the day have the most control over your life. And you really have the only control that matters because it's within and no one can change that. No, regardless of how bad your situation is, you can always claim control for the internal over your life. Whether you have everything you've ever wanted or nothing of it. You can always claim that. Gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate your time. And I will see you all in the next episode of the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. Wink it, we so wink it. He conquers who conquers himself. That's all for today's episode on the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode with someone who needs to hear this message. If you are serious about taking your life to the next level, visit our website, www.thegentlemansatlas.com for all our services, previous content, and full episode transcripts. We greatly appreciate your support, and we're excited to see you in the next episode.